0: Here's what's coming up on today's show.
1: We've actually shifted our you know, our thinking and our vision, and we're looking at, okay, where are these opportunities that are becoming more available, and how can we take advantage of them to kind of shore up our short and long-term goals? When it comes to your finances, you don't want to
0: be at a disadvantage. Tim Dyer can help. He's a wealth manager specializing in retirement planning and investment management, and he could be that financial coach that helps you achieve your goals in retirement. This is Retirement Power Play.
2: Well, we're glad to have you back on another edition of the Retirement Power Play alongside Tim Dyer, wealth manager out there at direwm.com and in San Diego, you'll find him there, his office, beautiful place, uh, what a great place to live, Tim, but we're talking about things that hasn't been so beautiful recently, Missed it's the market, and, and I, I, I'm assuming you're getting a lot of questions probably right now from people, and maybe you're not, maybe you're not, you can correct me if you're not, but I just feel like there's it's top of mind for just about everybody right now, especially for those that are maybe getting close to retirement or really thinking hard about retirement, the market's in, in rough shape right now
1: yeah it certainly is from whichever way you look at it uh there are certainly some things in there to um you know which which can cause concern whether you're at near retirement or even if it's a long way away. so you know we can dig in onto a couple of those issues today and see if we can provide some clarity i'll I will mention you know one of, in one of our previous podcasts, we talked about communication and you had asked about mm-hmm. um you know are, are we getting a lot of calls? part of the process is to really set expectations of how things work. And, and you know, not just at a high level, really, really getting specific so that when markets like this happen, it isn't coming out of left field uh, for, for clients. Um, and so I think that's helped. We're always available to answer questions because people's lives are changing. So they wonder with these current market conditions if that, you know, affects their plan and, and their Life the way they you know uh, they would like to see it because of the current market conditions and their change, but overall, um, I think people are doing a pretty good job, keeping a clear mind
2: yeah yeah, it can be tough that 's for sure, but we want to kind of talk you through everything that 's happening right now, I kind of provide a bit of a market update, just some perspective, um, at least give you kind of the view that that tim 's taken on everything and and how he 's working with his clients during all this so that'll be the goal for this podcast and again you can find everything online retirementpowerplaypodcast.com that is the website you'll find the every podcast listed there so feel free to go back and listen to to this one again if you if you choose to or go back on our last episode on financial jargon they will all be archived there so you can, you can touch back uh, anytime you want to and listen through that but again if you have questions for Tim afterwards please feel free to give him a call at 858-459-3937 and uh, he'll be happy to sit down with you and talk through the market, whatever else is on your mind as well. So I guess the biggest thing, Tim, I, I look at all the factors that are going on right now and I see inflation, I hear supply chain issues, you know, there's, there's war, there's, I mean, literally everywhere you turn, it feels like there's some unsettling news. So what exactly is going on right now that's affecting us? Is it all this together? Or is there any one thing that, that may be weighing more than others? What are you watching?
1: Ooh, that's certainly the million dollar question. You know i i think to answer that appropriately all of the things matter to a certain degree and to another degree none of them matter because at some point these issues will pass you know I, i was talking to somebody the other day about uh the military uprising in ukraine which it's now been a few months and people really aren't talking about that quite as much as they were you know when it first happened Now, I'm not making a comment on political or the ethical nature of that. We all know that's a horrifying um, event going on over there. But the the shift has changed, and people are kind of, quote-unquote, worried about the next thing. Is the U.S. going to go into a recession? Is the the global economy going to go into a recession? Is inflation going to derail everything? Um, So things are intertwined, but um, I think we're kind of in the middle of – what you might call the the great reset where things are just starting to trend back more towards normal whether it's prices or valuations or even even the housing market which has been on quite a tear this year is starting to see just a little bit of uh leveling off and that's not always a bad thing
2: yeah it's not it's not is 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 your job different now than it was you know when you started in 1998 in terms of these new cycles happening so quickly like you mentioned I feel like the, the news with Russia and Ukraine would be something that would, would have been around a lot longer. And to your point, it's not like it, it, it's it gone away, but our attention spans change to where, as you pointed out, okay, yeah, that's happening, but what's the other issue that we're watching next? You know, Has it changed the way you've approached things?
1: Well, I think everybody, the, the way they have to decipher through or weed through uh, the information that comes at them, I mean, just going back to that example – I mean, this is a war that people not only have heard about, they've seen, right, there's people Mm -hmm. using social media and actually recording what's happening over there. So whether you like it or not, you're right in the driver's seat right away. And there's an added element to that, you know, reading something versus seeing, you know, really unpleasant things can have a much bigger effect. And then that spills over into other things like investments and work and stress and things like that. But, you know, I want to take this back up to kind of 50,000 feet as it relates to the you know, retirement. And there's just a couple of things to be thinking about here. And the first is, if I break it down into three little buckets or components, you know, do you have an emergency cash position? You know, something that's comfortable where if things go wrong or continue to go wrong with your investments, you have money available to meet some of those un- unplanned for needs. The second is, are your investments generating enough income for you, uh, combined with other sources of income you have, whether it's rental income, S- social security, pension, dividend income, those types of things, and uh, and the third is, what do you do? You have enough in growth, and maybe that's the area that's the most unpleasant right now as the stock market goes up and down, um, but that's also the the area that's going to hopefully keep you ahead of taxes and inflation you know, over a 10, 20, 30 year retirement. So those are kind of the three areas to be looking at. Do I have assets or investments here? Are they doing what we expect them to do in this environment? And uh, are those the right mixes? So I think that's important for people, no matter what the news is out there Mm -hmm. to be considering.
2: Do you find that most people are in a decent position in regard to those questions? Or do you feel like when you get into, a high volatile arena like we're in right now that a lot of adjustments have to be made?
1: Well, in some cases they do. Um, In most, they don't. And one of the hardest things to do, whether it's for advisors or clients, investors, is to do nothing. Mm -hmm. There's an innate nature that we have that in order to stop the pain, we, we have to do something. And sometimes the best plan is to Just do nothing. Now I'll add to that, one of the more difficult things about this particular time frame is that there hasn't been a lot of places to hide. For example, some people may be familiar with a 60-40 portfolio, as we call it, which is 60% in growth investments or stocks, 40% in bonds. We kind of use the analogy in the industry, hey, that's a you know it's a 60-40. That's your basic vanilla portfolio, if you will. And the problem is, that 40% that's in bonds, because interest rates have been rising, is been hammered this year. Bonds are off to their worst start in 2022 in, that they've had in history. Um, in fact, some of the major indicators or benchmarks that we look at are down double digits. So, imagine your stock portfolio is down 15%, 20%, uh, with the stock market. And yet, the what was supposed to be the ballast or the safe part the bond portfolio is also down, you know, 10% or maybe more. Um, so there hasn't been any place to hide, which has made things a little bit more difficult uh, for clients as they look at their statements.
2: You know, that's, I was just talking to somebody about that today. And, you know, the, the saying, you know, this time is different. And and we always throw that around, but, you know, the, the volatility is going to happen and the ups and downs are going to happen. And we know that on the other side, you know, over time, we've seen the market continues to push forward and push up. But we were just talking today about, like, what 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 would you feel comfortable being invested in right now? Because, you know, inflation takes out any advantage of being in cash, and then the market is what it is. And you mentioned bonds are down. It's just, it just feels like right now, more than I can remember, and I haven't been in the market a long time, probably not as much as, as a lot of your clients. But to me, it just feels like I haven't been in a position like this before where I looked around and go, you know, I don't know where I would feel comfortable right now.
1: Yeah. We're always waiting for that email that says this is the absolute slam dunk uh, (laughs) thing to invest in right here, right now. And that's not how it works. And, you know, we've heard the the term, you know, it's for everybody, it's different. So for some people that have been sitting in cash for whatever reason, maybe they, you know, inherited some money, maybe they got a bonus at work, uh, maybe they sold some stocks before for whatever reason. People that have cash available right now are looking at things a little bit differently than maybe people that are fully invested, um, where they might have investments, a lot of their investments that are upside down, or or, or have experienced a you know meaningful decline in value. So part of that factors in, in, into the decision. I will say this: you know, now is a good time to get a portfolio checkup, get a second set of eyes on you know your positions things that you have, whether it's to understand what each of them are expected to do in this type of environment, but to also, you know, take a look at are there ways to upgrade the quality of the portfolio? Um, Maybe that's with a different basket of stocks or funds. Um, Maybe that's with a different type of stable value investment or, or bond investment. So, you know, those are some of the things to think about. Just look at where you are now, what the starting point is, Cause it's different for everybody and then from there you build upon that and you know working with an advisor that can show you where those opportunities are now I think is pretty powerful I'll mention one thing here people we I I actually did a YouTube video on this a, a while back on uh, something called I-bonds. Now, I bonds now I bonds are interesting because they're they're linked to um, an inflation calculation and the long and short of it is, they're issued by the U.S. government, so they've got that uh, government backing. But with in- inflation as high as it is, as of right now, the, the most they update their interest rate every May and November. You know, right now it's it's over nine percent on an annualized basis. Now, there's some you know different terms that go with that, um, and you know we have more information on our website and and in some of the videos that we've put out there, but. Uh, and there's certain limits in how much you can put in but for a nine percent government-backed investment uh, it's something to consider here and even if it's for that emergency cash position it might make some sense so there's one name i'll add this ben okay there's a lot of uh different sectors and asset classes out there and different things to invest in Uh, typically when markets experience bigger declines like the one we are experiencing now it isn't always the same names that bring you back right okay. uh, maybe a name like, you know, people are familiar with peloton mm-hmm. um I, I actually have one at the house that uh gets about as little use as uh, <laughs> never enough anyways peloton's an example that if you'd put ten thousand dollars in that stock you know now it's worth a thousand dollars Right It's down ninety percent, so um a lot of people have them. It's a good company it's a you know or a good brand that people are familiar with, but that doesn't necessarily make it a good company to invest in right in fact um somebody might look at that and say, oh, it you know ten thousand was now worth a thousand, you know if it goes from a thousand back to ten thousand, that's a big gain, but these aren't the companies that come back like that um and so things that haven't we've been talking about tech a lot over the last 10 years it's really been driving uh the economy as well as when COVID hit we had that uh, kind of work remote economy so there was a lot of things companies that were uh, benefiting from that but that might be shifting that that information is already out there and i think one area where people aren't necessarily looking is the energy sector i'm not going to dig into into specific names right now But that's an area to to look at. Because we all know from again, going back to that economics 101 supply and demand. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, not making a political statement, but clearly, uh, demand is strongly outstripping supply. And that's, that's increasing. So that could be an area to watch in the future. Not a specific recommendation at this point.
2: <laughs> yeah, of course. Not specific investment advice. And again, you, anything you you know you have on your mind and you want to discuss these options with Tim, sit down with your advisor, whether that's Tim or, or someone else that you work with. But you know, go through some of these things, some of these options, see if they might make sense for you. But again, there's a lot of opportunity out there. I think that's that's one other part of this conversation too, right, Tim, is that it might feel dire in a lot of spots, no no pun intended, but
1: I'll take it. Right. It,
2: it, but there is opportunity in these in these uh, in these times right in many cases
1: yeah and that goes back to that communication you know the the conversations that I'm having with our clients is less about you know what should we be doing to prevent the pain in this market we've actually shifted our you know our thinking and our vision and we're looking at okay where are these opportunities that are becoming more available and how can we take advantage of them to kind of shore up our short and long-term goals there's um there's, there was an interesting post that uh, Ben Carlson, who, who runs a uh, not a podcast, a blog, excuse me, called the wealth of common sense. But he had an interesting statistic where he was looking at the US stock market from 1928 to the end of last year, so 2021. And he was really looking at the, um, the probability of, of seeing gains, right, of making money, See, Wall Street plays on a day-to-day basis. All the stuff you see on TV or reading the papers, it's all sort of you know, based on yesterday's news. Markets are up, stocks are up, stocks are down. This stock was up a lot. But you have a 56% chance, historically, of, of having a, seeing a gain, uh, and this is using a major index like the S&P 500. On, on a daily basis, it's about 56%. That's where Wall Street typically plays. You bump that out to a year, you got a seventy-five percent chance. So basically, investing in the S and from nineteen twenty-eight to nineteen twenty-one in any given year, you had a seventy-five percent chance of making money. Okay, but let's let's expand that a little bit. Once you get out to ten years, there's a ninety-five percent chance of making money. And once we get to twenty years, there's never been a twenty-year period where the S and five hundred has not made money. Right, so remember we talked at the beginning about those three different buckets the emergency cash position the income and the stocks some of those that that stuff if you will that's in stocks for people in retirement isn't getting used for a longer period of time so the news that we have now although it's uncomfortable and can be unsettling when you look at some of those statistics 10 20 years or more boy those are pretty high probabilities of seeing gains and trust me there'll be a lot more newsworthy events along the way uh, to try and derail that, but you know, it should be something to focus on here. Maybe a little bit of the longer term and and the high probability with that. Yeah. That's all. That's all I have to say about that.
2: Okay. Well, is there anything you're watching the rest of the year? Or is it just kind of um, staying the course and and going about business as you normally would?
1: Yeah, I mean, going around business is is certainly uh, the the plan. I I think if I am watching anything, it is this um, the the inflation inflation is kind of tricky because it affects people in different ways. We can't just say that inflation is up. And, and but you know, if you're a truck driver and gasoline is your number one expense, you, that's going to have a big difference than somebody that say works from home, you know, using a, energy or gas as a, as an example, the inflation and gas has a bigger impact on the truck driver. Um, so different pockets sort of get get hit um, differently. The other thing is, you know the federal reserve is they control the interest rates which you know is is used to combat inflation and there's a very delicate balance between you know how much they can raise rates to offset inflation without you know triggering a recession putting the you know stock market under A tremendous amount of pressure so you know it's a it's a delicate balance and uh, either way whether they do it successfully or not uh, I don't lose too much sleep about it because I you know I know how this thing turns out over the full market cycle or longer term if you will you never want to bet against the end of the world uh, (laughs) because you're only gonna be right once and it won't matter when you are you got to have faith in the uh, and optimism in the uh, innovation of the of these good US companies to um, adapt change and and grow
2: yeah no question well you mentioned for someone to, to maybe get a second set of eyeballs on their portfolio right now for someone that's that's looking to do that tim what 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 does that first step uh, look like with you
1: well there's a lot of different ways you can reach out Uh certainly um on our website you can you can connect with us and uh, you know our team will, will reach out where we set up a really it's, it's a quick 15-minute introductory call and then that'll be with me um specifically. And that's where we can kind of learn about what might be on your mind, your top of mind issues. And if it makes sense, uh, or, or if we're a good fit to maybe address those issues. And that's where we would, you know, this, this part one, a of that, or the second step, if you will, would be to set up a, a longer discussion, but all that stuff's easily available through our website, direwm.com and, uh, using the contact button. There
2: you go. All right. A couple of meltback questions I want to throw your way before we get out of here today on the podcast. Got one from George that came in and says, I have all my retirement savings in one IRA. Should I move some of it somewhere else to be diversified?
1: Well, just by splitting an IRA in into different parts of you. You could take an IRA and open up 10 different IRAs and split the money up amongst them. The only difference you have there is 10 different IRAs instead of one. So the actual account doesn't necessarily make a difference. We do see a lot of times clients they do like to maybe split up their IRA account and they might put their income investments in their the first, you know in one of them and then they'll put their growth investments in the other one and they can sort of track it a little better that way knowing that the income ones are sort of designed to do one thing and the growth portfolio is designed to do another that's really more just a convenience and a transparency kind of thing than just having all the holdings or positions in one account, where it just kind of looks like one big pie, and it's it's hard to delineate, what's what. So that's one reason. The other reason is you might have different beneficiaries. So you might set up a separate account to use for one beneficiary. Um, you don't have to you can name multiple beneficiaries on one account. But sometimes people do that, and they they invest it differently for whatever reasons that might be specific to them. But uh, you know, good question. Um I'll I'll give you a kind of retirement power play note here is okay. when it comes to RMDs which is jargon for uh required minimum distributions uh that a, that number is changing but let's just say 72 um when you when you're forced to take money out of your retirement account you can aggregate those so whatever your your calculation is you could take it from one account or you could take the, you could take it from each account, the amount um, calculated for each account, if that makes sense. Okay. Uh, or you could just take, figure out what the number is and just take it all from one. The difference would be if you have a 401k that you haven't converted to an IRA, you, you need to actually take that RMD from that 401k account. So again, I, that's just a little power play tip for you um, when it comes to the RMDs and retirement.
2: Very good. Thanks for that question, George. Got one more from Doug. Says, I don't like my 401k investment options, but my company says I'm not eligible to roll the money to an outside account. I know people have moved their 401k in the past. So how does that work?
1: Mm, Okay. Well, every company has sort of a different mandate, some different rules. There's a couple of things. The, The first thing, and I'm assuming George is still working, which is why he can't roll it to an IRA. Anybody that separates service can then roll their funds uh, to a self-directed IRA, if you will. But one of the things to check is becoming increasingly popular, is something called the self-directed brokerage account. So I kind of call it the, you know, quote-unquote 20th option. Assuming uh, your 401k has, you know, 19 mutual funds to choose from, that 20th option is really an investment account where you can move money into it still under that umbrella of the 401k but you now can buy anything that you want that that would traditionally be allowed in a in a traditional investment account right you can't buy bars of gold or cryptocurrency or anything like that but you're not just limited to those 19 uh or 20 funds that are available so that's something that you might want to consider as well looking at your company if you need any help with that uh, you can reach out to us and and we could help you determine that as well. We, after working with a lot of people in the area and knowing most of the companies, we kind of know what options are available with most of them. But uh, we also know how to find that information if we don't know off the top of our head.
2: Gotcha. All right, Doug, thank you for that. Again, if you want more info, best place to find it is online. You can just go to our website for the PowerPlay podcast. It's just retirementpowerplaypodcast.com. Or you can go directly to dyerwm.com as well and connect with Tim there. And the phone number, once again is 858-459-3937. All right, Tim. Good good uh, information today on this the market and it's kind of what's happening right now and I again I guess encourage everyone to kind of keep that long-term view and if you ever have any issues, any questions, any worries, concerns to to sit down with an advisor and talk through them before taking any action, right?
1: You got it. Now, keep in mind uh not only is uh this the retirement power play, the uh, second round of the playoffs are going on now and as a hockey fanatic, you know that your team knocked out my team Ben, but I'll forgive you <laughs> um, but enjoy the games and then uh, if, if you're listening out there let me know who your uh, who your team is, and uh, we'll get some good banter going you want nothing lock- like watching a good uh, a, a good hockey game in retirement
2: no doubt do you uh, you want to lock in any predictions and put them on the show for uh, for future or not
1: well, I have the benefit. We've got one round of games that were last night. Uh, I cannot – well, not I can't. I can believe anything at this point. But Tampa really surprised me with that big win over, uh, over Florida. I'm kind of on Florida's bandwagon now that uh, my Bruins are out. Thank you very much, <laughs> Carolina. Uh, but I'm, I said keep your eye on uh, – certainly keep your eye on those canes of yours. They could do some damage. We'll see. I like it. All right. We got to get out of here on that note. Uh, again, thank you for listening to this
2: episode of the Retirement Power Play. We got more comments, so hit subscribe. And Tim, we'll talk
0: soon.
1: All right, buddy. Good to check.
0: The commentary on this podcast reflects the personal opinions, viewpoints, and analyses of Sage Capital Advisors LLC DBA Dire Wealth Management employees making such comment and should not be regarded as a description of advisory services provided by Dire Wealth Management or performance returns of any Dire Wealth Management investments client. The views reflected in the commentary are subject to change at any time without notice. The opinions expressed in this podcast are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or any specific security. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Any indices referred for comparison are unmanaged and cannot be invested into directly. As always, please remember investing involves risk and possible loss of principal capital. Please seek advice from a licensed professional. Dire Wealth Management provides advisory services through Sage Capital Advisors LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where Dire Wealth Management and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advice may be rendered by Dire Wealth Management unless a client service agreement is in place.